0: Welcome to the Live Big Podcast featuring Dr. Derek Greer, where we teach principles from God's Word that will empower you to live big. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com. Here's Dr. Greer. When life doesn't get easier, it's often because God's trying to toughen you up for something later. And I know we want easy, but later requires tough. So in His wisdom... See, God's a good father. I couldn't do what God has done to me to my children. Uh, I don't have the guts, but I also don't know the way God knows. See, God knows everything about you. He knows what's in you. He knows how much is in you. And he, he knows how to extract it. So in his wisdom, sometimes he leads us into difficult situations and circumstances, not because he's abandoned us, but because he's making us into what we need to be ultimately. You still with me? And Potiphar bought him. Now, you know, we could talk about a lot of different things, and the passage is, is, is rich and full of a lot of information. But here's the deal. Joseph was going to eventually serve on Pharaoh's court. So what did God do? Sent him to someone that worked in Pharaoh's court. Potiphar worked for Pharaoh. He was his security guy, one of his generals, if you will. And, you see, God will take you places to, to prepare you for where you're going. But you say, well, Lord, take me there so now I could be the boss. No. He went there, but he had to serve. And only as he served did he learn the ropes and what it would take for him to serve Pharaoh eventually. And also by him being in this house, he was privy to conversations. He was privy to, to protocol that you wouldn't learn anywhere else. So in the midst of a terrible situation, as far as Joseph is concerned, I'm no longer free. I'm not in my daddy's house. My brothers have rejected me. God is actually using this situation to teach him and to train him. And there may be some situations you're in that you want to get out of. Lord, get me get me out of here. But God is trying to teach you and trying to train you. He knows what over there looks like. And all of this is positioning you to get to where God wants you to go. And Potiphar brought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. Again, God has to take us down before we go up. But here's the verse that blew my mind. Uh, and that was a plot. It got me angry the first time I read this verse because it was cutting right into a situation in my life and my heart, and I know it was a word for me. Verse 2 says this, the Lord was with Joseph. Now, my question was, how could God be with Joseph and such horrible things are happening to Joseph? I mean, what type of God are you? That a free man becomes a slave, and then you describe that as you being with that person. So in my mind, I was thinking, Lord, I don't know if I really want you to be with me. (laughs) I'm being frank. But then the next verse gets even more confusing. Then the Holy Writ says, and he was a successful man. How can you be successful as a slave? Working if someone tells you to stop. Only eat what other people tell you to eat. You live where someone tells you to live and, and you sleep only as long as someone lets you. St- how is that success? Obviously, God doesn't see success the way you and I see success. You see, success is not measured by how many people are serving you, but how well you're serving others. I know that messed that I know, I know, I know. Success is supposed to be that million dollars, that lottery card. No, 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 no. To God, success is not how many people are serving you. How well you serve somebody else is what makes you successful in life. Then it says, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Again, this favorite son of of a very wealthy father. You know, Jacob was wealthy. He goes from that to a domestic servant. He starts by uh, cleaning out bedpans. He starts by tucking in beds, if you will. He starts by mowing the lawn. Watch this. But his master saw that the Lord was with him. You see, God can make his hand in our life so real that even the ungodly got to recognize it. What happened here was instead of Joseph feeling sorry for himself... Joseph put in the work, and when he was willing to put in the work and do it with a right attitude, everything he touched turned to gold. You see, the issue is not your circumstance. The issue is your attitude. And, if see, you're like, well, Lord, I'll be happy if I get out of this situation. You missed it. First of all, happiness is a choice. It has nothing to do with your situation. But God's like, listen, you getting out of the circumstance is not promotion. I want to promote you from the inside. A change of attitude, getting, you getting the right attitude is the real promotion. But we're looking for the right stuff that makes us comfortable on the outside. And God said, let me promote you from within. Let me give you a joy that your job in the world and, and who you're married to, who you're not married to, can't take away. Let me give you something of real value in your life. So God here calls him successful. And uh, that, that's mind blowing. And, and his master saw, and then the Lord, what well, says, made all he did prosper in his hand. See, if we, keep, if we if we get, I, I know you're disappointed. I know, you know, it was better maybe when, when you were in daddy's house. I know it's not fair what the brothers did to you. I, I, I recognize it was a deep hole. And I, I recognize you, you were wounded and you might have got bitten by a few serpents and, and scorpions. But if you have the right attitude, God will take you from the bottom to the top. That's just what he does. And you could be a fruit picker. This is important. You could be a street sweeper. You could be a short order cook. It doesn't matter the job. If you serve with all your heart, if you do it with the right attitude, God will exalt you. The Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he might exalt you in due season. Now, I tried to exalt myself a few seasons. How many of y'all tried? <laughs> Didn't work too good. But I've learned to say, Lord, you know what? Humble yourself I means, Lord, listen, if I got to be a street sweeper, I'm going to sweep this street. I'm going to do it to your glory. God, if I got to love that woman or that man, I'm going to love that woman. I'm going to love that man. And I'm going to do it to your honor, to you. if I got to love that crazy child, I'm going to love that child. God, I'm going to love that child. I'm going to love the crazy out of that child. And I'm just going to love on them. And Lord, if I'm going to just humble myself. And, you know, if I got to go down to that crazy church listen to that crazy guy Lord, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to serve. I'm going to be the best member of that church. You hear what? That has to be your attitude. Humble yourself. Humble is under the mighty, it's a strong hand. And you see, God's hand is, man, you can run all you want. He knows how to fight. It's a strong hand. And Joseph submitted to God's hand, even though it meant slavery. This is some serious stuff we're talking about. This is not cute slavery. This is slavery where somebody owns you, and then you can't do what you want to do. It says he made everything prosper in his hand. Watch this, verse 4. So Joseph found favor. How many of you know that if you've got a bad attitude, people don't like you? Yeah. So this was obviously not the case. Even though ugly, bitter things happened to Joseph, he kept his heart sweet. So Joseph found favor in his sight. Watch this. Watch this. And served him. It wasn't fair. But Joseph served. Here's another thing, though, I think it's important to see. The Lord's favor did not shield Joseph from pain, his brothers, envy. In a minute, we're going to see temptation, disappointment, or hard work. Joseph only used one weapon, only one, to become successful, serving well. We're about to learn some things. Joseph found favor in his sight and did what? And he used to be served. He had the coat of many colors. He was the favorite son of a wealthy man. But God had to flip that. And as Jesus says, the greatest amongst us shall be servant of all. That's King James Version, probably the right verses up there. But if you really want to be great, you got to serve. Sure. Sure. Then. Because he served well, not because he spoke well, not because his resume looked good, but because he served him and he served well. Then, meaning after a period of time, he made him overseer of his house. What I want you to see is that the crowbar of service opened every locked door for Joseph. How many of y'all know God don't need anything from us? If he was thirsty, he wouldn't tell you. He's not thirsty. If, if he was hungry, he wouldn't ask you to go hunt for some food because he, he, he's not hungry anyway. But, 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 but here's the deal. The only way we can serve God is by serving other people. So here's the deal. That woman that I'm married to, I know loving her is loving God. I know sticking by her side is sticking with my God. I know... Y'all, y'all you people might get me mad here, but I know that God's assigned me to this house. I know that loving people in this church is loving my God. You cannot divorce people from God. When you do, you become a little weird. God said, you know, it, it, he said to Peter, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. He didn't say, Peter, if you love me, sing the song real well. said, no, if you love me, serve my people. And yeah, please, worst thing, sing the song. Well, that serves the people. But you know what I'm trying to say. It wasn't just words. He wanted Peter to show it. And God's saying, if you love me, love somebody unlovable. In fact, you see, if you love lovely people, what's your reward? That's easy. But when you love someone unlovely, someone that gets on your nerves... I mean, that's when you're really taking up a cross, and you're trying to do something of value for God. I know that the good stuff in my life does not set in to folks who have got on my last nerve. I know that the best of me doesn't come out until I typically feel overwhelmed by things people are doing, life's doing, et cetera. But it's what I do in those moments, or choose to do or choose not to do, often are the things that. That that hopefully set me apart in, in uh, hopefully in the right way, God. Uh, uh, but let's let's keep reading. Then he made him overseer of his house, and all that he had. Watch that he put under his authority, despite his ethnicity. He's an Asiatic. He's he's Middle Eastern, and uh, the Egyptians were were different. Actually, they they didn't they didn't think well of uh, highly of Asiatics. Um, despite his role and place in society. God, by his power, flipped the script, and the slave gained more power than most freemen in that culture. Because he was now in charge of a wealthy man's house. This man had all the food he needed, all the, all the servants he needed. It was a major operation here. Verse 5. So it was from that time that he had him made overseer of his house and all that he had. Watch this. That the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house. Watch this, though. For Joseph's sake. Did you know that God will bless folks just because of their association with you? And, and this is why, you know, the blessings on this house, you want to get involved in this house, it get on you. But let me, let me say it a little bit differently. God doesn't bless me because I'm so wonderful. He blessed me for Jesus' sake. The blessing on my life is because of him. Not because of me. And as long as I remember that, I'm going to be okay. As long as you remember that, you're going to be okay. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hands, just like the father left everything in Jesus' hand. And he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. But this is important. This means that Joseph proved trustworthy. And here's something else that I've learned. God seldomly trusts you with your own vision until you're faithful with another person's vision. Typically, we rent before we own our own house. It's just the truth. And if you handle a rent situation properly, then God steps you into another situation. And, and, and typically, you work with someone else. Before you run your own business, typically you work for someone in their business. And, and, and these, are the, these are the realities, things that sometimes we kind of ignore. But this is the way God progresses and moves us up. And today we're talking about the uh, uh, crowbar of... Uh, of, of of service. Let, let's let keep going. Now Joseph, the trouble's about to enter paradise, was was a handsome man in form and appearance. And it came to pass after these things that his mother's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. See, it's not wrong with looking and noticing stuff, but when you start longing, you know, these long looks is what gets you in, in trouble. <laughs> you know, you, you can't miss some things. But uh, But but she's staring long and and licking her lips and everything, you know. And Joseph, like, what's up? (laughs) And finally she said, lie with me. This is important. If anyone had an excuse to 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 give in, it was Joseph here. After all, he was her property. If anybody had an excuse. It was Joseph. Man, you know, my, I came from this dysfunctional family, and y'all know how they treat me. My, my brothers sold me into slavery, and, and then I was this rich boy. Now now I'm a slave, and, and, and all these terrible things happened to me. And, and you know what, Lord? You ought to wink at this because, you know, after all, I've come through such a hard place and such a hard time. But watch this. You see, your true character is what you do when no one's watching, but he refused. A part of us dies each time we do something that we know is not right. In fact, just last week, I was on the phone. Doc said, yeah, I was on the phone. And the guy told me, yeah, and I lied. And I was like, oh, God. He was lying on my behalf i yeah 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 I mean, what do you do immediately when he told me that, and we had to discuss a lot of other things um, i didn't wasn't able to circle back around. I will next week, um, but the short of it is, when I walked out that room, I felt about two or three inches shorter. I felt just a little bit less than who God created me to be and Here's the deal. You know, Joseph here, he was in a fight for his life. His self-respect, his, his faithfulness to God meant something to him. And, I mean, come on now, You know, these rich men marry beautiful women. So don't think Mr. Potiphar didn't have a beautiful Mrs. Potiphar. And again, nobody was going to know. In fact, if you're going to have an affair, oh boy, this is bad advice. Should I just say it? Mm. Okay, I just won't repeat this tomorrow, okay? Rich people are supposed to learn you have an affair with a person that also has something to lose. If you're the only one that has something to lose, you're going to get burnt. Okay, that's just the street coming out, though. I got I to get back to being holy and righteous and true. Um, but sometimes you, you this woman had everything. To, what I'm getting at, that's what, the point I was trying to make. This woman had everything to lose. No one was going to find out. It's not like she was ever going to tell her husband, hey, I was with Joseph. Never going to find out. I mean, no one would know ever. I mean, her life was wrapped up in keeping the secret. So Joseph had no fears. But it says, he refused. Characters, what you do when nobody's watching. Verse 11. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work. None of the men were in the house. Finally, you know, she had a moment. She caught him by his garment saying, lie with me, meaning she started trying to undress him. And by the way, this was no little light touch. She was grabbing the clothes to undress Joseph. And she, she had a handful of the garments. But he left his garment in her hand, meaning she was so determined to get that, that robe off him, those clothes off him, that when he left, it tore In her hand, or actually, I don't know if he pulled it over the head. I'm not sure how that worked out. And he fled and ran outside. But here's the deal. Hell knows no fury like a woman scorned or a bureaucrat scorned, verse 16. (laughs) So she kept his garment with her until his master came, verse 16, came home. Then she spoke to him with words like these. So meaning she was saying this over and over. She's mad. How dare this little Hebrew boy tell me no. Now, now I, I am fine, Miss Potiphar. Man, I've been doing my Pilates. I've been doing, you know, I, I, got, I got the perfume. I sent it to bed. I, you know, I, I, I had everything. How dare you? A slave going to run out on me. So she kept saying, you know, this Hebrew servant who you brought to us came to mock us. And she went on with her story. But, but here's the deal. He's already rejected by his brothers, sold into slavery. Now he's lied on. And if God was with him, if God's favor was on him, why did this happen? What I'm trying to say to you is God's favor and God's mercy doesn't always shield you from pains in life. Some of our challenges is is, is our doctrine causes us to be surprised by pain. We think that because we belong to him, we, we shouldn't suffer. But the problem is, we're reading through the Bible together. They beat Paul. They not only beat him with whips, they beat him with sticks. Peter was put into prison. All 12 disciples were beaten by the Sanhedrin right after the death of Jesus. When we read in the Bible, we see that people were arrested for their faith, people were put in jail for their faith. Terrible things happen because people believe. Now, God works it out in the end. But somehow, for some reason, we're surprised when we start experiencing a little bit of pain. We say, Lord, I didn't sign up for that. Well, well, here's the deal life hurts, period. Whether you're doing good or doing bad. So I've decided I'm just going to try to the best of my ability, deal with the pain on the good side and on the light side. Because there's no way you're going to avoid it, it's just not possible. Life hurts at times, and you'll never pray long enough. You'll you'll never know the Bible well enough to get to a point that you don't experience some pain. Verse 20, and uh, we're now running in the home. Then Joseph's master took him and put him in the prison. Everything has gone wrong. In Joseph's life. He can't seem to catch a break. He takes these steps forward and gets knocked 10 steps back. But here's what I know. The deeper God takes you, the higher he intends to lift you. You have been listening to the Live Big Podcast with Dr. Derek Greer. For more information, visit DerekGreer.com or follow Dr. Greer on social media.